The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Then we're on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is mad. He is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the mini box. Smarties and the Kit Kats thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Gotta love those classic stories. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show. We're coming at you live on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and on the radio. Hey, Tristan, good to see you. WQEE 99.1 FM, the key down there in Noonan, Georgia. Uh, let's bring him in right now. You pull that mic right up to you, Zani. You know how to use a microphone, man. Yeah, you only I, been on the air a few times. Here he is, uh, World Series champion. How about a hand for Greg Zahn, everybody? You're a good friend. Come all the way in here from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. You got a nice tan from Cleveland. It's been hot down there. <laughs> what? It was. It was real hot till. Is that right? This week. I played golf last Friday in, Did shorts, you? in short sleeves. <laughs> and then it just got cold and started dumping. This guy is a, what did I see on the poster? Grey Cup legend, CFL lover, Greg Zahn, 16-year major leaguer, World Series champion. Now, I see you got your Marlins World Series ring on. The yes. camera's right here. You can hold that. What's the other one? That's my wedding ring. Oh, not But well, a lot of diamonds in that thing. Yeah, so I, you know, I've done it three times because I just can't get enough of... Getting you know, married three times. Yeah, I've been married yep. three times. I just can't get enough of writing those seven-figure divorce checks. Um, <laughs> right. So I made this one to look like my championship ring, and I figured if she leaves me, she won't take it in a divorce. So Smart. You're figuring it out. a big old Z right in the middle of it, so she's not going to want it. <laughs> Good for you, man. <laughs> hey, so they're so excited that you're here, as you can see. So before we go any further, we got CFL stuff to get to. The commissioner today announcing at his State of the Fan, State of the League address that they're moving playoff games from Sunday to Saturday. It's got everybody all hot and bothered. Let's not forget <laughs> there is a game on Sunday. Yeah. The Toronto Argonauts will take on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And Bet Regal has the Bombers favored by five and a half. Right, Allie? Yeah, so we'll decide if we're taking the deal on that or not. We're saving that to the final segment. And we got more CFL guests coming up this hour. Enough of all that. Can you tell our viewers, Zani, why you a World Series champion from Los Angeles, California, yeah. would love the Grey Cup and the Canadian Football League. I just absolutely adore it. So Jamie Campbell, you know, my old broadcast partner, he brought me to Calgary in 09, and we never even got to our seats. Um, and I've hosted Super Bowl parties with, you know, actresses and stuff, like all that fancy, you know, wait in line for 100 years. So <laughs> we go to – we he brings me to Calgary in 09, and – we're, we're staying in the hotel where Spirit of Edmonton is, and we walk by the front of the line, and the guy that's running security for Spirit of Edmonton, is, he looks at me and he goes, holy smokes, it's Greg's on. And then Jamie comes right behind me. He goes, holy smokes, it's Greg's on and Jamie Campbell. And so he starts <laughs> chatting us up, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to go right into this party. We're not waiting in line. So nope. then I said to him, I go, hey, dude, uh, you know, how do we get in? He goes, back of the line's over there. I was you loved it instant, absolutely instant and then I get to the back of the line with Jamie and CFL fans started just feeding me beers and I was everybody just welcomed me they looked at me like I was crazy because I'm from California and I want to be a part of it we went to the stadium on Sunday uh, we walked in the door we never made it to our seats Roddy um, Rider Nation I turn around and there's this like six foot nine inch Gene Simmons looking dude he's dressed up in Kelly Green <laughs> but he's Gene Simmons and, um, and they just kept 
talking to us, buying us beers. And the next year, the, the writers found out that I was there. They sent me a jersey. Um, what year? Oh nine. Oh nine, and yeah. then oh ten, and so and then and then ten. That's when it really got off the hook. Oh, yeah. Well, the, I was there for the 13th man game because I had left the game early. Uh, for our home. American viewer, I'm sorry, by the way, but Mark Hodge has written back from Canton, Georgia, and he says, I love the show, friend. I listen daily. Keep up the awesome work. So we're reintroducing everybody to our new listeners, as you know. Sorry, down on WQEE and on Game Plus Television. Continue. Edmonton. Yeah. So we, he, they take me. I go to Calgary, and then the next year we go to Edmonton. And it's basically the same repeat, same game, same two teams, right? Um, you know, they're there for the 13th man game. I left the game early to go get the beers iced down for the after party. And, and you know, of course, wah, wah, wah. We lost the game on the last play. Yeah. We had it won, and we, I was the voice of the team for 20 years. Yeah, it was crazy. Continue. I hope you don't mind me sprinkling in commentary. As I absolutely don't, because if you don't, I'll just dominate the whole the segment. Continue. <laughs> continue. So we go to Edmonton for the rematch. Yeah, we go to Edmonton yeah. for the rematch, and I started greasing the tracks right away. Like, day after Grey Cup 09, I started schmoozing with the uh, GM of the hotel in Edmonton, started sending her flowers on a regular basis, and she hooked me up with the presidential suite. The Weston, right? <laughs> yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> we had two two king two king suites bookend in this giant, giant party room, and everybody in the hotel just came to our place after Spirit of Edmonton every night. And I met people that I'm still friends with. Like I call the one the one gal, uh, my friend Rhonda, I call her my Grey Cup wife. Because every time I every time I come to Grey Cup, her, her and I just like pal around. So for those that just tuned in, I'll say it again. He's a baseball player. <laughs> Partying at Grey Cup. And I heard this story because I never go went to your parties till a few years after that. Yeah. I was busy. My team was in it. Yeah. But I'd heard that Zon, you had a box of bats. And that was the party favor. You'd sign bats yeah. to everybody on their way out. The yeah, door. I brought I brought I brought bobbleheads to this party. Do you think party. that was a good idea to hand out baseball bats at a Grey Cup party? You know what, Roddy? I've I've regretted a few things <laughs> I've done and said here at Grey Cup, but yeah, that was probably a bad bad idea. Giving away baseball bats to, you know. I mean, you didn't get in any trouble. No. In but fact, you know, I'm really proud. I'm really proud yeah. of the CFL fans for not, not doing anything bad with my baseball bats. Yeah. But, yeah, we always try to hang, hand out a party favor, make it memorable. I always had people sign the guest book. We, we put a guest book together for our sweet party. Um, and then I started. Then I started doing like charity stuff with. I mean, I, I Dallas Smith one year. Aaron Pritchett played for me a couple of times. That's when I started going. We, to I tried to leave money wherever we were. You know, try try to raise some money for children's hospital or something. You know, do something more productive than come and get drunk for four days. Right. <laughs> you know. So it, it, it turned out, and I just I met a ton of great people here, and it, it never it never ceases to amaze me. I come back, and people you know wrap their arms around me, and. So I just think it's the thing. I love you. I love the party. Well, it's I will say time. this. I, I got to get my, because I'm six months in America, six months in Canada, and I, I never know between Fahrenheit and, and Celsius, but I can tell you in 2013 when it was here, it was minus 52 Celsius. And I kind of wonder what's wrong with you. That would, you, would, you just dive into this head first. Well, you know what I did? That year I, I basically I had Kelly Green Carhartts made. Um, and it had, I had the, the writer's old school logo put on the back of it. The one that kind of looks like the Sheridan logo. Yeah. So yes. I put Or that, Safeway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I had a, uh, a party of probably six people, including Jamie Campbell and, you know, and, and four other gal pals of ours. They all came to Regina, and we all rolled to the game in those Kelly Green Carhartts. So we were kind of toasty. We, 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 we oh, that's were, good. We were plenty warm. Good, good, and good. There may have been a flask or two strapped to our female guests because you knew they weren't going to get frisked. It's the inevitable comparison. Some like it, some don't. But because you're an American raised in Los Angeles, and you said you've been to Super Bowls, I've hosted parties. Yeah, yeah. Why is it so different? Is it the people? Is it the leagues? Is yeah. it the countries? What is it? No, it's it's different because it here here it's all about inclusiveness. I mean, they sent me to the back of the line. Everybody's the same. I think it's great, but you go like when I was at hosting Super Bowl party. You, there's a line around the corner, and if you're not on the list, you're not getting in it. Here, it's just show up. Everybody gets to go wherever they want to go. Ryderville, Spirit of Edmonton, you know, Calgary party. 
you know, bombers. Everybody just comes and they go. And the other thing that's really cool about this party is everybody's teams are represented by the fans. They just come to be a part of it. I mean, they do that at the Super Bowl too, but a lot of times people aren't going to show up. If their team's not in the game, they're not coming. But you know Rider, Rider Nation's going to be represented no matter where the Grey Cup is and whether or not they're in the game or not. So mm-hmm. I just find that fascinating. I think, it's, I think it's one of those things that just – it's very warm and welcoming, and it's just, it's just great. It's incredibly yeah. unique for sure. It and it, it, From the breaking news today, the commissioner of the CFL announcing they're going to move their playoff games from, sat- from Sundays to Saturdays beginning next year. And I feel like, eh, maybe I'll get into that with our next guest when uh, Cliffy D. Pines here from Montreal and the Flight Deck podcast. But um, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, why is it a big deal if they move from Sunday to Saturday? It's a big deal, not to you, Wayne, because you're going to watch no matter what, but you worked in network television for a long time. It's not a small move. No. No. No, no it's not. It's, it's a huge move. Yeah, you're going to watch it no matter what, Wayne, but we're not talking about you. It's, it's it's just it's money. It's what it is. It's about money. I mean, look yeah. at look at look at look at the way the playoffs in the World Series in Major League Baseball have changed over point. the years. Like back back when I was a kid, you had best of five. It was two day off for travel, and then you go. It's like, but now they they make all these days off, extra days off in in Major League Baseball playoffs and World Series because they want to see that marquee matchup. They want the number 1 guy. They want Verlander to be able to pitch as many times as he possibly can so that more people tune into those games. And that's where they build in all the the days off and the CFL's not stupid. They want to, they want to make money just like everybody else. They're going to they're going to build it so it makes more sense and they have less competition for the, the for the eyeballs from the the from the NFL even from you know, U.S. colleges. You know, you want you want to be able to put your product on 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 television and have people actually tune in. So, that, it, it, to me, it makes it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, yeah, we. The thing is, though, this was just a little before your CFL fandom. Two thousand eight. Yeah. We did it for one year. I was in the league, and actually, I looked this up earlier. <laughs> You'll love this old CFL story. We the BC Lions here, Western semifinal. We're playing on a Saturday for the first time in a hundred years. We're going to play a Saturday game. I'm like you. I'm a broadcaster. You're a player. We don't care what day it is. Right. Which I didn't. They kicked our ass 33-12 to 12 that day. And on the last play of the game, Wally Buono instructs his offense. They got it down at R5. Take a knee. And I'm like, just put it in the end zone. Kicking our ass anyways. He, he'd be, he was going to be a sportsman. And not rub it in our face. It was right. already 33-12. Right. Just score. And then the next, and then the ratings went... Because the rest of the country was used for a hundred, used to for a hundred years having Sunday playoff games. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the ratings went in the toilet. So you need to build it. You got to start somewhere, is what you're saying. But I remember that day very clearly, is what I'm saying. Michael Bishop, the former Patriots quarterback, threw four picks in the first inter, uh, first quarter. He was cut the next day. I get triggered by these things, Zani. Do you have? Triggers? <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. You just. What like, are yours? My triggers. Yeah. Well, let's not go there. Yeah. I, I, there's a few, but it, it, sportsmanship's a big deal, you know, you, especially with baseball and all their unwritten rules. And He was uh, trying to be nice, he but was. I'm like, you just kicked our for 59 minutes. Why stop now? You, just put it in the end zone, man. You didn't care. I, I mean, I, no. for me, I would have been mad if he rubbed it in my face. Mm. But we don't really – do they have the equivalent of the bean ball in the NFL? They don't really. No. They don't. No. They don't. Because – you know where I where I was raised. You 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 answer. You you handle business on the field with a ninety five mile an hour fastball in the rib cage. You know it's funny you say that. It would be the crack back block or something where they used to be able to get it off the film. Yeah. You can't hide anything anymore. But a bean ball, everybody sees it. Yeah. And everybody knows it's coming. Right. I, my favorite thing is the is is the you drill somebody and you don't even you don't even react when something happens on the field. You just handle your business quietly, but everybody knows. It's almost it's more gangster when you when you don't even react when you just smoke when you smoke somebody in the rib cage, and you know you can see them writhing on the ground and they can't breathe, and you're just you're sitting over there on the other side of the field loving it. I, I mean, it was one of my favorite things to to handle for my club when I was catching, because 
I'm having a full-blown conversation with the guy while he's writhing in agony on the ground. I'm like, hey, what, what's the new saying? Uh, it, it, it's a, they use the F word, but it's like mess around and find out. Is that the, right. new, the new thing on the internet? That's exactly what it is. And I'm sitting there, right? I'm leaning, leaning into this guy, and I'm like, yeah, mess around and find out, buddy. How are you feeling about yourself now? Of course you would yeah, be. Pimp that Can't, home run again, dude. In 90 it. seconds, is baseball getting away from those types of traditions? Yes. Yes. The kids are, the kids are, the players are way too soft. People don't want to see it. I mean, you look at Buster Posey, the entire game changed. If it was Greg Zahn that got smoked at home plate and blew up his ankle, nobody would have cared. They would have never changed that rule. But when the MVP of the league, the batting champion, is getting blown up at home plate, they don't want to see that happen anymore. So they changed the rules. And of all people, Chase Utley, he smokes a guy at second base in a playoff game, and he was the, the most scared middle infielder I ever played against. We used to talk about smoking that guy. Get up underneath Chase's feet. He'll throw it in the stands for you because he's scared. And it ends up being him that ends up changing the rules. they got to go back to letting baseball players handle business on the field. Uh, they won't. <laughs> Just so you know. Probably not. Yeah. Probably. Zani, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Great to see you as always. always. going to be fun tonight as always. You know it. You're the best. The CFL discussion will continue right after this. We're live from Ballers Rec Room, the site of the best party of this championship week. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to The Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. Welcome back to Great Cup coverage. The 109th Canadian Football League Championship will be decided on Sunday between the Toronto Argonauts and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And Winnipeg favored by 5.5 points at our exclusive betting partner, Ben Regal. And the parade of champions and all-stars and award winners continues. We got Manny Arsenault here with us, the pride of Alexandria, Louisiana. Right, Manny? Yes, sir. That's it. When's the last, when was the last time you were there? Um... Three weeks ago. That's it? Okay. I went home to visit my mom, and I got to go back December 3rd to speak at the youth football banquet and drop off some equipment for the kids. This guy, where do I start? Elkhorn State, uh, very hard to cover. Let's start that. CFL All-Star perennially. You see he's got the Elks hat on right now, so he's <laughs> hanging his hat uh, in Edmonton playing for Chris Jones. But BC Lions, Minnesota Vikings, Washington Redskins, New York Jets, BC Lions again for six seasons. That's the longest you spent anywhere. Saskatchewan Rough Riders in 2019, Frisco Fighters of the Indoor Football League in 2021, and now with Edmonton, and the winner of the Tom Pate Award for Community Service last night. So that's why I want to say congratulations. What? Yeah. Uh, how'd you win that? What was the criteria, and how did you take that home? Man, I guess I guess it's the way guys model themselves, what they're doing off the field, not so much on the field, having that leadership um, instinct skill set. And, and for me, like I told people, I didn't win this award this year. This seed was planted in 2009 when I stepped foot in the CFL. 
And um, and I think the best way to win the award, man, is when it just comes naturally. You ain't out here doing community service because the team, team says you have to, or you're going here because you have to. And I think for me it was more so the care factor, being that I was a kid, like you stated, grew up Alexandria, Louisiana, single parent. So what was my, who were my mentors and folks that guided me? The community, coaches that I had, because if it wasn't for those coaches, I wouldn't be where I was at today. So I think for me, man, it's a personal thing. My leadership attributes and skills just come naturally because that's the only thing that guided me to where I'm at today was having those people. So I got a few things to go over with Manny here. Uh, But for one, for those that don't know, he has a rather unique touchdown celebration. Can you do it on the camera here? Right oh, what they want to see, my oh yeah, yeah. little march. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's Bushwhack. Um, that, that's where it came from. Yeah, WWF Bushwhacker yeah. fan. But how do you? When you see kids doing that. That must. Man, good, huh? man, it make my day. My little son that's four years old, he'll do something. He still, he'll call me, hey, the Manny Show, and he'll start doing it. But, you know, when fans caught on, man, it's just, it's exciting. And even when I played in SAS, you got all those fans, and they moving their arms, and you be like, man, this is what it's really about. But I guess that's what make the CFL game so special are the fans. You know what? They're at reach. So it's not like you this professional athlete or they see you as this icon that it's impossible to reach. It's like like, nah, I'm you human can just, literally yeah, reach out. I'm human that. just like you. So yeah. um, you guys, the fans is what make the game the game. So that's what I like so much about the CFL game is that you're no bigger than them. We in this thing together. And I think that's what makes it special. Well, there's just one small story that I've talked about with Manny on this show before. I'm not sure if you remember, but I was supposed to speak at a banquet in Weyburn, Saskatchewan. The farmers. I, yeah, to a, to a room of farmers, okay, yeah. which I was one. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I, I couldn't make it. And yeah. Manny stepped up, and they said, what's this guy know from Louisiana about farming? And speaking of farmers, and I said, you, he'll be great. Yeah. way better than I would have been. Oh, just what man. you went down there, just recap what you talked man, about. Man, it was just adversity, man. And we, he, he had them eating out of the palm of his hand. Look, that's something that we all have in common. Um, yeah. What type? Hey, you never know, but it comes in many different forms and fashion. And when you look at guys that's farmers, they have to deal with the weather, things the unknown. Out of their control. You see what I'm saying? And that's the whole <laughs> thing. Control the controllables. The same way it happens in life, the same way it happens in sports. The same way it happens in careers. And I think at the end of the day, that was the overall message is to never stop believing in yourself and how to bounce back from defeat and how to overcome adversity. And the odds that I beat in life was those struggles dealing with injuries, you know, um, making the right decisions. For them, it's like, is this crop? that I'm harvesting, is the winter going to damage it? Okay, the weather's not what I want it to be. Or you take a loss. It's like, how do you bounce back for that loss? And um, I think that's how the game of football, but in sports in general, ties into life so easily. Mm-hmm. So when you signed in Edmonton, I was pretty happy you did. But you missed Jones here by a year, right? Yeah. But you knew him from before or what? Man, I've always known him for going against him. Yeah. So it was like, for me, I was like, okay, he the D.C., how I must go on him, or I got to tear his DBs up because he was one of the coaches that have a guy track you the entire game. So um, I always known him as the opponent. Like, man, I can't stand that guy. This was the head coach in Edmonton. Yeah, so it was like, look, I can't stand that guy. I got to go out here and have a game. But um, now being on the same side, you know what? I was like, I actually like this guy. I run through a brick wall for him. So, yeah. Of course, man. I, I thought all those same things until he came here in 2016. And I said to him, why don't you show this side to everybody? Yeah. I don't want to. Right. I don't know why you wouldn't. Hey. You and I are the same that way. We're the same to everybody, right? Yeah. Jones is a different guy. Right. Away from the – and that's his right. Oh, yeah. To be whatever he wants. You, but You can't let everybody in. Then yeah. Once you do that, you become vulnerable. That's probably – So, hey, you got to yeah, protect yeah, yeah. your space. I need to be more like Chris Jones. Yeah, protect your space. Peace yeah. of mind. So, uh, what are the things about him? Because it was a tough year up there. Yeah. But everybody believes – the good times are coming. They just wonder how yeah. long it's going to take. Right. And um, it starts now. If you're looking to be a contender and build for 2023, as soon as that season ended, you on to next year. Um, the team can't be built in training camp. That's too late. 
So it's putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Guys you have on the roster, check in with them, make sure where they at in their head space and what their mindset is. And I think once you can get a core and have a solid foundation of my core guys, then you just sprinkle the pieces around it. But I think in today's game, a lot of athletes that's talented have to embrace the fact of understanding their role. And um, there's only one football out there. Every guy can't get every ball, you know. Every guy can't get interceptions. Every guy can't get a sack. But once you can play together and use the guy on the side of you to expand your game and skill set, meaning you're playing complementary football, I think that organization can start trending upward. But, you know, once you get a lot of young talent in, new faces, you have to learn to be a pro. You have to learn to set those standards, those expectations, and embrace a role. Because if you come from a college, being the guy, that's all you know is I'm the guy. At the pro level, you're one of the guys. It's a bunch of yous. And that's what a lot of people a lot of young guys don't understand or don't get coming into professional football is the high school level, you know, it might be four, five, six guys. The college level, the number gets smaller. I mean, the number gets bigger, you know what I'm saying, of how many guys can actually go. So it's like learn your role, embrace your role, and when it's time, that role will expand. Get ready. Yeah. yeah, so. Just lastly. And candid Frank, I'm going to bring you in here next in a couple minutes here, so get ready. Wolf that down. My guy, Duran. Yeah. It didn't go the way we'd all hoped. He was hurt. Yeah. He's not done, is he? Duran Carter we're talking about here. Man, you know what? I can't speak for Duran. Brilliant football mind. Oh. Like you say, injuries happen. They occur. At the end of the day, it's what he want to do. You know what? Do he want to revive his career, put a stamp on it, and go out the right way. But how this year went, you know, it was kind of bad for everybody, especially if you had an injury during the time of how this season went. But, you know, at the end of the day, he got to look himself in the mirror, decide what it is he want to do, and um, just be all in. And um, like you say, he, he was a big spark in the CFL at one point. You He's know, another guy I yeah. hated till I got to know him. Yeah, so no, he's my guy. So it's it's like <laughs> how can, all these guys, right? It's how can you get vintage DC back? How can you get that guy back? And sometimes, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, that's a decision he would have to make. Um, but he was great for the league. You know, instinctive whether it was offense or defense, play both sides of the ball. So it's just a matter of him, man, getting back to who he really is. In I, my I agree. Or the best Duran. That part. As he and I have talked yeah. about. Yeah. Which yeah. that is a very great Durant. So, yeah. Frankie, come on up. Uh, Manny, I'll let you roll, but thanks for stuff. Always good seeing you. I'm here. Nah. Yeah, safe travels back to Dallas, and uh, we'll yeah. see you in the field next ah, year. Appreciate it. All right. Manny Arsenal. How about a hand for Manny Arsenal? Frank, get up here. Hey. Emmanuel Arsenal. Uh, is your leg broken, Frank? Hurry up. We don't have a lot of time here. We got five minutes, man. You've been sitting here for an hour and a half, begging to get on. Are you sweating in those? No, no, it's all good. It is. Candid Frank, Argonauts legend. Your team's made it again, Frankie. Yeah, yeah. you're looking great. Thank What's you. Up? Uh, what are you doing uh, differently? Well, uh, I've taken some advice from you. Watched some of your stuff, and and I've decided that uh, I love it. I, and, and I really, I think what's really important and makes me feel good here, being with you, I, I'm grateful for all the great attention I've received because of you. Sure. And I'm really proud of what you said at the beginning of the program. I think you're right. I think we're a little too negative about the Canadian Football League. And, and, and I think sometimes we allow ourselves to be baited by the people who dislike the Canadian Football League and use the NFL as a hammer, when most of us who love the CFL love football, which means we love the NFL too. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with loving both. I don't like the comparisons. They're inevitable. Frank, here's a photo from the lovely. Go ahead, Donnie. You come on up and take a photo. Everybody's so afraid. Am I that scary? <laughs> to come on uh, up. They don't, they don't want to disturb you. Um, listen to the pipes on this guy. This is what I keep hearing from all of our new viewers and listeners, wherever they may be, outside of Saskatchewan. They say, you have great broadcasters on the air. And I said, you know, it used to mean something. Yeah, you've got a broadcast does. history. It still does. Yeah, a little bit. I was on television for a little while. Well, of course, look at that mug. Yeah, well, uh, it's gone a little gray. <laughs> you Control <know>? GX. <laughs> Absolutely. We got something for that. Uh, no, I'm not on Twitch. We're not on Twitch. We're on YouTube, NWQEE. Anyways, uh, I cut you off. That's okay. 
I was looking for you in the crowd uh, last week because you're not hard to find sometimes with those Argo crowds. Right. It was hard last week. It's a big crowd. It was a really big crowd. And what was ironic is that there was probably, we were, we were only short of last year by, I think, about a little less than a thousand, which is great because with Hamilton, as, as everybody knows, if they saw the Eastern final last year, it almost seemed like a home game for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. It wasn't, but, uh, and, and there were more Argo fans, but this one here, Montreal afforded a few extra fans. They had a section, but there were a lot of, what I really like, Rod, is that there were a lot of younger football fans that we saw there at the game. Yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, the key to the Canadian Football League, I think, is that, like you said, and I want to repeat it again because it's really important, we, we got to stop talking negative about, you know, about the CFL because one thing I've learned and we've learned in the political sphere and in other things, that if you repeat a lie often enough, it becomes the truth. And I think what's happened is it's a lie. The Canadian Football League is a great league. Yes, you can't compare it to the NFL. If you keep talking about how bad it is, people are going to believe it's bad, except for the people who go and take part. They know it's good. They know it's great. We're we're lucky to have places like Regina and, and Winnipeg and, and, you know, uh, Edmonton. Those those places are, you know, the hallmark of our league. Uh, you know, Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver right now. Sorry about that. You're good. Uh, Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver were a concern for the past couple of years. Toronto's teams played better. Montreal's ownership has really taken a step up. And look at British Columbia. I mean, what do you want it more than that kind of? It can be done. Absolutely. They're, they're disproving the myth. Yeah, uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't remember how to pronounce his name. Amor Doman. Uh, uh, the owner? No, no, no. I know who he is. Yeah, the, the guy that, that was in charge of it. Lur, Lur, uh, Rick Wallace. Yes, he won last night. And, and he hung around, in, and I asked him last night after the, the award that he got, is there something that, what was the last thing that you told him, Amor, about you know, what to do and stuff like that? He says, well, he doesn't really need to be told anything. He, he understands. He's a football fan. And, and this is what we need in the Canadian Football League. We need people who love the game to be a part of it, not just in the stands, not just in the, at the games, or not just in the, even the players, right? We need it in ownership, too. We need people who understand the Canadian Football League, what it's all about, how it works. And maybe, maybe, I think it's very possible. We're on a, we're on, I think we're on a good curve. Let me ask you. The Eastern Final, the Western Final, had four quarterbacks. Tell me which one of those quarterbacks you didn't think could win a great cup. Oh, they all could. Right? Yeah. It, and, it, what was odd was they were double-digit wins in both. Like, the, the, the games weren't – they should have been better than they were. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I guess you're a defensive guy. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's why. The offenses this year were, were – I think the scoring the first, was up. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 for the first time, I think, you know, the idea of you have to have a great defense to win a game, we didn't see that in the Eastern and Western no. Final. You know, and, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. Frank makes a great point about people who hate the CFL always putting the NFL against the CFL. Most CFL fans love football, period. You just need to stop listening to the outside noise, but I don't think anybody is ever going to be able to do that, nor stop talking negatively about it. It's a wonderful thought, Frank, but hard. people uh, don't change until they want to. I'm going to let you go, but your voice continues to be mesmerizing. I could listen to it all day. You look great. So do you. Thanks for coming down. <laughs> it's my pleasure. We're going to Montreal next. Is Cliffy still here? What do you got? Are you taking it off, Frank? Da, I'm, ta- da, I'm taking da, it off. Selfless da, da. promotion. Candid <laughs> Frank, live. I love it. We'll be right back to Ballers after this on Game Plus and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You might not be injured if you slip and fall, or you might hit your head and cause a lifelong injury. Take safer steps. Learn more at worksafesask.ca. All right, we're live from that beautiful place. Ballers Rec Room, the biggest party of this championship week is right here tonight. You've got time all afternoon to slide down and pick up your tickets for the biggest party. At the CFL Championship, all the All-Stars, well, not all of them. 
But a lot of them will be here. Our good friends, alumni, the uh, TV TSN superstars. So we'll see you down here. Sports update before we bring in Cliffy D. Pine. The Vancouver Canucks will play host to the Red Hot Los Angeles Kings tonight in NHL play. The Canucks, who snapped a three-game skid on Tuesday, will be looking, looking to build a win streak of their own as they push to get their season on track. Meanwhile, the Kings enter the matchup as winners in five of their last six. It's the only game, believe it or not, in the NHL tonight. The Raptors and Atlanta Hawks are off as well in the NBA. And CFL News, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers won four of the seven awards at Thursday night's CFL Awards. Why do they keep saying a banquet? They didn't serve food. Cliffy D. Pine, let's call it a ceremony. Were you there? I was. It was a Did celebration. Uh, well, media got fed, but uh, I don't know about the... Uh, I don't think it was a banquet. I, I, would, I wouldn't call it a banquet. Anyways, quarterback Zach Caleros won MVP. Mike O'Shea won Coach of the Year. Receiver Dalton Schoen won top rookie honors. And Stanley Bryant won top lineman. By the way, BC Lions quarterback Nathan Rourke, you've been hearing about him all year. One top Canadian. And the most outstanding defensive player, Ottawa's Lorenzo Molden IV. And Saskatchewan's Mario Alford won top special teams honors. This sports update is for Ballers Rec Room and the Tap Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store. Both are running shuttles to the big game on Sunday if you're going and need a ride and don't want to park. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. The great Cliffy D. Pine joins us from the Alouette's Flight Deck podcast, all the way here from Montreal for the big game. Hello, Clifford. Hello. Thanks for sitting through that preamble. <laughs> Definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate seeing you. It's always good seeing you. We went to the Stanley Cup Finals two years ago in Montreal with this show, and you were good enough to come on down at Chateau de Champlain. Oh, yes. It's always good times when I see you. What's up with that? Man, I don't it know what it is. Us. It's got to be. It's got to be the connection. It's got to be. Also, you were in Montreal, so I mean, how can I not come and say hello to you? Yeah, you always do. And here you are uh, in my turf. Okay, um, the big news. Aside from the game itself, which nobody's talking about, is the commissioner dropping the bomb this morning, Randy Ambrosi. They're going to move playoff games beginning next year from Sunday to Saturday. That's pretty impressive. And it's going to be great for travel, especially because uh, myself and Tim Capper, my co-host on the, Pl- the Flight Deck podcast, we went to Toronto for the game. And you know what? A lot of fans really wanted to come see the game. A lot of Alouettes fans showed up and showed out, which is fantastic. But you're getting, if you want to leave day of the game, yeah. you're getting up at the crack of dawn. Not even the crack of dawn. You're getting up in the middle of the night, practically, to drive down to Toronto just to make it in time to go tailgate and all that stuff. Doing that on a Sunday when you got work the next day or school the next day doesn't exactly work. So having the games on a Saturday, I think, is going to make a huge difference. You... Just in my mind, I'm tweeting this as we go. We do have a poll question today, which you could take a stab at uh, for Capital Auto Mall, Universal Collision Center. They have dealerships all across the prairies and the state of California. Who will have more rushing yards in the Grey Cup on Sunday? Winnipeg running back Brady Oliveira, Toronto running back Andrew Harris. How would you vote on that? Can we add on also AJ Ouellette? Because sure. if he gets a chance to run as well, I mean, this dude is like tech, trying to tackle a bowling ball. I guess ball. we could say Toronto or Winnipeg. How about that? But that's fair. Although, if you're going to make me choose, I'm going to say Brady Oliveira. Okay. The kid is just beyond talented. Well, you asked to add another guy, so I'm just going by what you wanted. Well, listen, I'm saying by the slimmest of margins, I will say Winnipeg's running back core will just slightly edge Toronto's. Okay, fair. Now, are you like. You know, there's a lot of Saskatchewan fans here because you're in Saskatchewan. They don't want Winnipeg to win because they hate them. Mm-hmm. Are you anti-Toronto Sunday? I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> and nobody gets hurt. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to make a very bold prediction. The winner of the Grey Cup this Sunday, they will be wearing blue. Oh, stop it, Cliff. Would you come on here for a comedy <laughs> show? That's Frank's job. Uh, yeah. Had to squeeze it in somehow. <laughs> Honestly, Winnipeg's favored by 5.5 at our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Do they cover? How about that? They cover. I will say that. You think Winnipeg wins? I do. Five and a half or more. Cool. Easily. Is it a good storyline? Like, we got people writing in here going, is this a good matchup? Toronto, Winnipeg? Of course it is. It, yeah, they about all destiny. are. Yeah. People love destinies. You talk about the Patriots winning in the 2000s. You talk about the Dallas Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers. Dynasties, yes. All dynasties. And the CFL hasn't had a dynasty in, what, close to 40 years with the Edmonton franchise? So I think we were due for that. I mean, back-to-back is always nice. Montreal and Toronto have done that. And Winnipeg did it uh, the past two years. So for them to go for a third 
is incredible when you really think about it. Well, you pretty much everybody is saying that they shouldn't switch the playoff games from Sunday to Saturday. You came in here and said they should. So that's why I'm, that, I'm doing a sub poll, guys. You don't got to put it up on YouTube, but I put it on Twitter here. For Capital Auto Mall and Universal Collision Center, should the CFL switch its playoff games from Sunday to Saturday? I'm putting you down for a yes. I'm kind of frankly saying no. Here's the tough part about the disjointedness of this. If you're going to put the semifinal weekend and final weekend on a Saturday, you got to kind of put the Grey Cup on a Saturday, don't you? Oh, that's a tough one because right. when the commissioner talked about it this week or this morning at the State of the League address, he had mentioned that you do kind of lose that extra day of partying for Grey Cup by having the yeah, game on there you go. Saturday. So there's two sides to the coin. I, I get that, but. I mean, as far as the semifinals and the Eastern fi- or Eastern Western finals, I have absolutely no issue with it all being on Saturday, if only for the travel, because let's face it, fans love to travel. Fans love to go and support their team on the road. And doing it on a Saturday makes that a lot easier. Grey Cup is a different animal altogether because fans are going to travel no matter what. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's clearly a fun debate. We're all having a lot of fun debating it today. Kevin, the medium out there in Airdrie, says, I hate when others disagree with my stance and then come on the air and make sense. LOL. He says, he says I'm leaning more towards that Saturday. Isn't that bad? <laughs> Mandy in Edmonton says, in my opinion, it's great to switch playoffs from Sunday to Saturday so they don't have to compete with the NFL. Carlos in Indianapolis said, I'm fine with it on a Saturday, but at the same time, clearing Sundays for the NFL just shows how football submits to the NFL. There's more to this for those. How old are you, Cliff, if you don't mind me saying? I'm in my 40s. Me too. So I've been, I was in the league 20 years. I was a fan before that. You don't understand. At one time in Canada, the CFL dwarfed the NFL. And over time, the NFL has now dwarfed the CFL in Canada. It's not about when we're playing the games. It's about getting Canadians interested in CFL football. It's not about the day of the game. My opinion. You know, they need to get... It's not about when they play the playoff games. The problems of the CFL aren't that, Well, in my at, mind. Look at the Monday Night Football games, for example. You got, like, why are people showing up to games in Seattle at 5.15 on a Monday? Because it's there. It's the thing to do. It, because it's there. Because there's yeah. football. If, I always say, if you want to do it, you'll find a way. If you don't want to do it, you'll find an excuse. And realistically, that's really what it comes down to. That was my line, wasn't it, Clark? I think Cliff stole it. Bingo! How about that? Boy. Yeah. Oh, good one, <laughs> yeah, Rod. I think so. <laughs> JT on YouTube says, I could see Rod Peterson as the CFL commissioner. He's well-versed and connected to football here, there, and everywhere. Uh, no thanks. I don't want it. The CFL doesn't want it. We're doing just fine down in South Florida. CFL, keep doing what you're doing. And I'll say. keep doing what I'm doing. We're on different roads, and we're both okay with that. I was going to say, could you run the league from South Florida? Not I, interested. I don't know. I would, I, would, I would personally like to see the CFL expand. You're old enough to remember the 90s CFL. Yep. Wasn't that yep. cool? It was interesting. Or did you not like it? Well, here's the thing, because Montreal wasn't part of the discussion at the time. It was, okay, you know. Yeah, you weren't in it. it. That's right. So from an outsider perspective, I looked at it. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. It's cool. And I think... The, the Baltimore fans, for example, they embraced it. Now, maybe just because they were so football-hungry that they, were, they, they would jump on just about anything football-wise. And they ended up moving to Montreal. Like they, were, they were drawing thirty-five to 40,000. That's it. Right? That was pretty darn good. Bigger than any crowd in this country. football and these yeah. weird rules and whatever. They, they love football. That's what it came down to. Cliffy, uh, merci. Always a pleasure. Have fun and uh, be safe. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, always is. Cliffy D. Pine from the Alouette's Flight Deck Podcast. Darren Moose DuPont joins us next for the final segment of the week here from the 109th Grey Cup at Ballers Rec Room. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Thank you. 
It is overtime, proudly presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. As the great freak likes to say over there, you're home for the NFL and UFC. And I thank all the uh, CFL fans that have headed over to the Four Seasons. Funny how advertising works, eh, Moose? Yeah. As the Moose job, we talked about it here, and the fans go there. Hmm. I've done a quasi-poll. Since you joined, yeah. stuff's going down. Okay. As you see, yeah. the commissioner of the CFL dropping the bomb today that they're going to move playoff games from Sunday to Saturday starting next year. <clears throat> there are some saying, what's the big deal? This is a very big deal. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know how you can't see that it's a very big deal. And by the way, I did a sub-poll, as we said, for Capital Auto Mall. 82% of respondents so far are all for them moving the games from Sunday to Saturday. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I just wonder how much research went into this because we tried it once. It was a flop. Went back the next year. <laughs> so what are you voting? Yes or no? I know, on? right? You say that. I'm like, look, we've tried like all this statistical data we have because we're all so scared about going up against the NFL in Canada. But the CFL holds their own in this country in terms of numbers when it goes head-to-head with the NFL. We've seen it in the past. Like you said, we've gone that way back to Saturday games. doesn't work. Move it right back to Sunday. So um, it sounds scary to go head-to-head with the NFL. But really, your CFL fans are going to view anyways. And the people who aren't going to watch and they're just going to watch NFL are going to do that anyways. They're not going to watch on, they're not gonna magically watch on Saturday. So um, we'll see. I don't think it'll be a big deal. I really don't. So, Bet Regal is our exclusive betting partner. I think Allie's still here from Bet Regal. It's a big week for them. They're the CFL's official betting partner. And producer Clark says he's got some graphics here, some uh, bets, which I didn't know what they are specifically. So, he's going to throw them up on the screen. We'll decide if we take the bet. Here we go. Oh, right now you can bet on these at Bet Regal. Fun little prop bets. They're always fun, aren't yes. they? So, there you go. Do you, can you see it? I can. Yeah. Yeah, you go ahead. With the, oh, there's a bunch. We'll just run through them here. Yeah. You can bet on the first team to have a coach's challenge. Who's the first quarter? This isn't that difficult. These are like the old poll tickets or... Yes. Right? So... It's, it's not necessarily a strategy thing. Then you can get into, you know, who's going to have more rushing yards, more passing yards. Um, who's going to lead the, you know, in, in first person to score, first team to score. Fun stuff like that. So. Is anybody going to score three touchdowns? I could honestly look back and go, because I have... At one time, digested the CFL and Grey Cup record book. I don't know that anybody as an t- individual has ever scored three touchdowns. Well, yeah, I don't know either. Um, but, you know, that's what's fun about it. Because if that's it happens... That's why we call it gambling. If it happens, you're yeah. going to win big, right? If, but chances are you're probably not going to win any of your money. So that's what's fun about it, uh, as long as you're, you're okay to lose it. Well, I would uh, encourage anybody to go to betregal.ca, betregal.net, and just get in and play around. Yeah, have some fun with those bets and just have a look at um, just the individual prop bets. But we did say that at the end of the show, we were going to do the big one. Yes. The deal or no deal. And that is the line 5.5 points. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are the favorites. Are you taking the deal? I'm not taking the deal. Oh, no deal. I don't have Argos gear, but I wore the Toronto colors. I'm I'm riding with the Argos on Sunday. Okay, I love the Blommers, but I'm I'm riding too. with the Argos. Your guy tri- on Sunday. Hey Ricky, who wins Sunday? Argos. Argos. That's because you love pinball. He came in here and won <laughs> you over. He did that with a lot of people. <laughs> Which, uh, incidentally, by the way, I'm cheering for the Argos, but I think Winnipeg will win. Hey, how about that? I, they're paying attention over there. Yes. Candid Frank. How about that? Uh, for a few reasons. It's funny. I just, um, I see this stuff on social media that are people getting tired of Winnipeg. No, they're not. But they're the, they're the new Saskatchewan. You know, the country was cheering for the underdogs for years. And then Ryder fans just got too annoying when we started winning. I get it. And Bomber fans are becoming that. It's not their fault. It's the Patriots. We all didn't like the Patriots. We like Tom. But we didn't like Bill because we're sick of him. Yeah, you win too much and, and it becomes old. And now you're not the lovable loser anymore that I, you feel good about when they win. And I think we're, on, we're there with Winnipeg now. I think we're <laughs> there with Winnipeg. You talk about the trash talk. You've won twice in a row. Act like you've been there. And they, you know, clean up at the year-end awards. So, yeah, I think Toronto's got a lot of the, uh, 
the country's interest here this week. Um, B. Henderson writes in and he says, Mosaic Stadium's going to look like IG Field on Sunday. Yeah, a lot of blue. It happens. You got to give them their due. It reminds me of Rogers Center 2007. It was all green. Things have changed. At some point, people are going to get onto that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and way to go, Winnipeg. I'm in it for that. But they've won the last two. So let's have Toronto have their pie and eat it too. Um, and here come all the uh, comments here from Barkley McIver. Way to go, Ricky. Go Argo. Joe Pascucci writing in. He says, thank you, Scooch. Legendary Winnipeg reporter. He says, I believe Jim Van Pelt scored three touchdowns. In 1958. <laughs> I wouldn't be putting money down on that. From Terry Livermore, he says, knocked it out of the park, RP. You're the best. Safe travels. Thank you, Terry. But it was all the... Clark, for sure. Jordan, of course. Darren's probably done the most work that I've seen you ever do. Tired? <laughs> wow. so your, your eyes are so red. No, not yet. It was like Hell you were yes. drinking all night. I really? know. And I really wasn't. I had one... Two cocktails last night. Three, maybe. That's it. Four. Just two. (laughs) Hot take. From Stacy from Access World Headquarters. Thanks for a great week of shows, Rod Squad. Uh, And I'll just leave it there because the comments are coming in like crazy. Enjoy the game. Um, This show is a wonderful compliment to what the CFL is trying to do. And for that matter, what any league is trying to do, and that's stir up conversation, stir up interest, and we certainly did it today. I thank our uh, listeners down in Atlanta, WQEE, Ryan O'Radio, my spirit brother down there, and their support of what we do every day. And Moose, we will see you tonight. You got to get go get some toothpicks for those eyes right. of yours. Okay, I'll be ready. Thank you to Greg Zahn, Cliffy D. Pine, uh, Candid Frank. Who else? Manny. Uh, Reed Johnson, Manny Arsenal, the whole gang. It's quite a show today. We'll see you tonight at the party and Sunday at the Great Cup. Everybody, thanks for watching and listening. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) I like it. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.